we are talking travel with our travel expert, Sally Lucas. Now, Sal, we're going to France to uh, kick things off with today. We are, and the Camargue region is a natural region located south of Arles, which is, I'll talk about that in a moment too, which is one of the most interesting cities in France, one of the largest in actual area, and it's got a lot of Roman ruins and even not just ruins, there's an amphitheatre there that is still being oh, used beautiful. to this day. Wow, that so, is so awesome to see. Yeah, so if you ever go to Arles and you never think just to duck sort of a few 30-odd kilometres south. Now, it's it's a really rare region. It's a, a delta area, so it's wetlands, and it's the largest area in Western Europe of wetlands, lakes and rivers. Okay. Um, and what makes it also unique is that it's, um, it's an area, by the way, of over 930 kilometres or 360 square miles, and it's got a lot of what they call brine lagoon, so it's very saline. But it's also home to pink flamingos, and people think you've oh. got to go to Africa to see flamingos okay, or something, yeah. you know what I mean? Yep. But it's home to uh, pink flamingos and these beautiful horses. Um, they're, they're a white horse, and um, they are Camargue horses, or Camargue as they're called. And they also have this, these Camargue... Uh, cattle, which are the black, a lot of black bulls that are actually, they have cowboys still down there and cowgirls. It's really quite different. And yeah. they, they train the bulls for bullfighting. Can oh, you believe okay. it? And right. export them no. to Spain. Oh. But even in Arles now, they, they have a bullfighting, but they don't kill the bull. It's not done like that. They have things hanging around their necks, rosettes on their horns. So it's all about a game of skill of getting the, these oh, items. Well, that's a bit nicer. Yes, because I don't like the idea no, of, me either. Uh, of doing that. So, but Arles, as I said, is a most beautiful city. It's got this wonderful amphitheatre, but also it's famous for many of Vincent van Gogh's famous paintings. And the one you might have seen, one, it's called Starry Night. I remember seeing that one. One he's done, that's on the River Rhone, which runs through Arles. But the other one that's a really famous one, and the cafe's still there, this yellow cafe, where there's this beautiful... Um, you often see it now in postcards or gift cards. You can get, you know, even birthday cards, where it's these people sitting in this little cafe in the nights, and that's what, where he did that painting as well. Yeah. Were they smaller than what you envisaged, though? The, the paintings when you saw them? Yeah, some of them were, mm. yeah. But beautiful paintings yeah. he did in that area. And he also painted in an old uh, mental hospital there in the grounds. Okay. Had some beautiful grounds. A lot of his paintings, even Picasso, he was quite a close friend of, of his as well. And so, yeah, there was an interesting mix there. But you've got ruins there of the Roman theatre as well, which you can go and see. Um, the old Roman cemetery, as I mentioned. There's a museum of antiquity, which has got some quite interesting things on Roman history and ancient Roman artefacts from everything from pottery through to antique boats. And one of the cities on the... Um the actual Camargue area was once on the sea, but now it's about five kilometres inland, as often has happened, with then things silt up and things have changed. Yes, yeah, so right. The Camargue itself doesn't have a lot of big towns at all. It, it's more about the wetlands. It, it is UNESCO um, rated, and it is quite a fantastic area to go. You see a lot of people go down there for family holidays because they can go horse riding as well. Yeah. It's encouraged for you to do that and participate in the horse riding as well. Um, and as I said, lovely beaches. And even you can go boating. There's the canal that goes through there, and it's only got one lock. So it's not one of the ones like in the inner France through Burgundy where you've got to go through umpteen locks, and I can, <laughs> I can vouch for that having done it. But this is you can often just hire your own boat, like it's a, it takes eight or ten people, do your own thing, and you've only got one lock to worry about. Oh, that sounds good. So it's an interesting area to, to go through. But if you're looking at a map of the south of France, you've got Montpellier to the, to the west, if you like, and Avignon 
to the right. It sits about midway. And as I said, Arles is, is just wonderful sitting uh, city, as I said, which is so, so ancient. And they've got historical churches, which is also UNESCO ro- world rated. And of course, the beautiful Rhone River, which is lovely to stroll along. And it's, it's just a lovely part of France that not everyone, they go to Arles, but they don't think to do that little bit further south. I was going to say, is it one that's overlooked a little bit? Yeah, and go down into the Camargue. But yeah, it's a fantastic area, quite special, quite beautiful. And as I said, you know, you could easily spend a few days, even if you based yourself in Arles and just did day trips down into the Camargue. And that's a quite a nice way to, to travel as well, if yes. you're based somewhere and you can just go off for the day and then you know where you're going home. And, you yeah, know, you're not packing, unpacking yeah, every day. that so, can get a little bit yeah. draining. So I think it's nice, base yourself there and then there's so much you can do in Arles, but you could do a couple of nice day trips down into the Camargue as well. So it's an area certainly worth considering if you're travelling to France. Oh, absolutely. And heading to South America now, Sal. Now, South America, of course, is such a huge, huge continent. And when you go there, I think it's impossible to try and do it all. It, it's too it's too huge a continent. And then it involves so many flights as well, internal flights, because of the distance involved. You can't really overland it. Like, mm. you'd have to be a backpacker of six months over there or something. Yes. You know what I mean? Yes. So it's good to do... Um, highlights of South America maybe for your first trip and take in the the major places I think you would like to visit you know flying into Santiago is the normal way of course where you fly in with Qantas or or LAN or LATAM Airlines which used to be called LAN Chile Airlines Um, Buenos Aires again is still a most beautiful one of the most beautiful cities and it's it's got such a complex array of architecture and everything because it's got that French influence Spanish Italian it's had a lot of European influence in it so you've got a lot of the lovely old areas that are cobblestone streets still you still you'll see people in on a Saturday sometimes just practicing the tango in the street. Oh, really? And these little squares, you can just sit and have a coffee and watch a tango for nothing. What a great vibe, yeah. Yeah, and as I've talked about before, they have what they call these melongas, and they're dance halls where you can go to and watch people, and you have a line of men on one side, a line of ladies on the other. It's a very old-fashioned. They come and ask their permission to dance. Then you watch them do all these different South American dances. Because music's so ingrained in the South American culture, isn't it? Which is something really nice about it that we don't quite have here. And they've got the most wonderful uh, opera theatre in uh, Buenos Aires, which is considered uh, some of the best acoustics in the world. Wow. And even in a little showcase there, they've got an original Stradivarius violin. God knows how much that would be worth. Oh, gee. <laughs> out uh, of my budget. <laughs> yeah, oh, definitely out of your budget. Um, but the other interesting thing, I was reading this article recently, and I'd forgotten about it, of course, that one of their main sports, we also think that it's rugby, because they're always in, involved in the Rugby World Cup, but it's polo. Mm. And it's considered a game for the people. So it's not like here where it's all the toffs, basically. <laughs> yes, it is here, but, isn't it? Well, that's what you think of it as, don't you? You, you do. think of all the people who play, they're all, They've all got ro- money. royalty if they're in England yes, or yes. they're USA or whatever. And Kerry Packer was very involved and he had one of the teams in the Argentinian comp and apparently just before he passed away, he's, he went there for the last time with a nurse and he, oh, and, okay. and he lost. They lost, and he didn't lose my much, but he, he made the comment, well, we still played well, didn't we? And he died three weeks later. Oh, wow. But it's right in Palermo, which is an inner city a suburb of Buenos Aires and it's beautiful it's all greened and parked and it's a, it's a gorgeous area but yes you, you could be there sitting next to one of the stars of the polo who's not playing today or you could be sitting next to anybody there's no separate better seating yeah, it's all just okay. a, a big arena anyone can sit anywhere and, and they said it's all meant to be a game for the people because they've played it for so long 
and it's obviously be quite a spectacle sorry, to watch mm. and it's considered one of the top polo teams in the world. Very so good. if you were there and it was the time when that's on and apparently there is a, um, a, a competition coming up in November if you happen to be there then it'd be fantastic. Oh definitely got to go in and see that. But the other areas of course I mean we've mentioned Santiago, Lima of course in Peru up to Cusco is a must and of course Machu Picchu is just one of those wonders that you yeah. have to see. Um, I haven't been to Rio. It's funny. It's never been oh, on my okay. agenda. Um, it's a really big city and it's pretty brash. And I've just thought, no, nah, I don't know whether I want to do Rio. Okay. But I mean, they're, 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 but that is still on people's lists, of course, if they want oh, to do yes. Rio. Yep. Particularly, because of when Carnavale is on. Of course, it's got that famous reputation Definitely. for, for Lots Carnavale. Definitely, colours and noise. Yeah. And... But the other area to do, of course, is way down south at the end of Chile, which is Patagonia. So even if you can't afford maybe to do an Antarctic cruise or something like that, which you can do from the bottom of um, South America from Ushuaia, if you go down to Patagonia, you've got the wonderful Perito Marina Glacier. So you're getting to see this wonderful ice formation. It's not quite the same as icebergs, but it is spectacular. Okay. And if you're there at the right time, then we have all the chunks thundering and falling off, you know. And the other thing you can do is go to a, a cattle farm or an estancia, as they call it. You could either do that as a day trip or you can stay overnight at some of these estancias and get to be a gaucho for a day. That would be pretty cool. The South American cowboys. So yeah. it, it has a lot to offer South America, but as I said, don't try and do it all in one trip. You're probably better to concentrate on one half so you sort of southern. pick the, the main thing you yes, wanted to do and, and where do that, that was and then sort of yes. focus around that area, I guess. Yes, and then a lot of people want to go to the Galapagos Islands. Well, then you've got to go north all the way up to Ecuador and Quito. Yeah. So to try and incorporate that with Patagonia in the south, Buenos Aires on the east, you know, and Iguazu Falls, it's, too it, it's, too, it's too big, it's too much. So it is a country that, or a country, a continent, shall mm, I say. It it's a continent containing many countries which all deserve time. So you can't rush it. Yeah, it's important that you just concentrate on a, a portion. Like you couldn't do all of Europe in one hit. Oh, that's right. Same thing. And it sounds like if you tried to, you'd certainly regret it. And you you'd would. miss you'd, a lot. Yeah, you wouldn't give yourself enough time to take things in, you know, whether it be going to see where the condor eagles fly or, you know, the Atacama Desert, which is this wonderful salt plains and desert. And, you know, it's got so many varying types of, you know, I guess geography that you can see within that South American continent, you know, the Amazon River, you know, you could go on, the Andes Mountains. Uh, uh, this time round, it's to look at the hot deals in the marketplace. Certainly is. We were talking South America today, and if you're interested in travelling to that wonderful continent, Travel Marble have got a 20-day highlights of South America, um, which are departing in 2020, and they're having these incredible and exclusive savings, but you've got to book by 31 August, which is a great lead-in time, that anyway. Is. Yeah, it gives you time. Yep, and if there's six of you wanting to travel together, they're offering... A, not, not just an early bird rate, but for six people or to three couples, they're offering another $600 rebate off as well as the early bird rate. So you get, you know, it's a That's double okay. dipping. Yeah. yeah. So there's good rebates on that. And they've got other itineraries as well. But that one's just a good one if it's your first time to South America. Okay. Taking in most of those areas that I was mentioning. You not not Patagonia, of course, I said far down south or Galapagos, but those other main yeah. central areas. Yes. So that you're seeing to get all the main hotspots, if you like to say. Um, Backroads Touring have just announced a uh, late sale. They've got 10% off select European departures out of their brochure for June and July only. So they're obviously just topping up 
you know, vacancies. Yep. And you've got to book and deposit by 21 March. That's only next week. That doesn't give you very long. But no. just in case you're still looking, you yeah, might, might want to grab a bargain. Yeah, exactly. That's right. Um, the Rocky Mountaineer, they have this uh, offer every year. They call it their stay and play offer. They've just extended it through till the 29th of March. So long as you book a qualifying package of five days or more, they then uh, give you a $550 in added value that you can spend on hotels, dining, transfers, sightseeing or whatever. So that's been extended. If you so you've got two weeks to do Canada, that. yep. Uh, now, these two finish on the 31st of March. Uh, this is the Doubletree Resort by Hilton Fiji on Sonasali Island. Son- I'll get it my m- mouth around that. <laughs> Sonasali Island in Fiji. It's return air. You're getting your return transfers to the island. Six nights in a double queen beachfront guest room. Breakfast daily, etc. And that's ex-Sydney. And that starts from under $1,850. And th- this is a beautiful deluxe resort on a gorgeous island so wow. that's really special um, and the other one is to Hong Kong actually both of these flying with Virgin Airlines this is five nights and you're staying at the Hotel Victoria right on the harbour fabulous views it's a lovely place to stay there on on the island and yeah that's ex-Sydney from under twelve hundred dollars so that's it's pretty bad. good. And you're getting a harbour view room and you know there are the bonus offers that are applicable on that when you look at that as well we did mention Antarctica as well. Um, again, these are both till the 31st of March. Peregrine have got some early birds for 2021 because they book out so far ahead. Yeah, they do, don't they? Yeah, you've got to get in really, really early and you can save up to 20% when you book an Antarctic 2021 season voyage. That offer ends 31 March. Okay, and Ponant, the French cruise ship who is now working in conjunction with National Geographic, who do some wonderful cruise programs, expedition style cruising right from top to bottom of the world, basically, from the Arctic down to the Antarctic. They've got a free single supplement on one of their cruises, but you've got to book by the 31st of March. Now, that's on one for November this year, so they've still got some odd vacancies on that, so just keep that in mind. Um, Air New Zealand have got a sail to Norfolk, and everyone loves our little islands close to home, yes, Lord Howe and Norfolk. And this finishes on the 4th of April, um, so get in for those if you want. You've got seven-night packages there, starting with seven days car hire with insurance. Um, you've got your seven nights accommodation, your airfares, and nine different bonus inclusions, starting from under $1,250 per person. And there's a lot of range. That's your lead-in, and then you can keep going up. There's right up to your five-star resort. Okay. So they've all got Lots savings. Of little yep. options there. And for those who maybe haven't cruised before or are contemplating a cruise but just not sure whether it's their cup of tea, we don't get these very often. There's a long weekend cruise out of Sydney. There's cruises to nowhere where you just go and find out whether it's... Yeah, your thing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and it's only four nights on the Celebrity Solstice, so it's on a really lovely vessel. Um, so, you know... Have a think about it. It actually, sorry, this one is going to Melbourne. I should say that because it's the four nights. They have got another three night one that goes to nowhere. But this four night one is the eleventh of October. So yeah, you go. I mean, you're getting all your meals and everything on board. Uh, it's just a nice little getaway on a beautiful ship. Yep. Yeah, if you book an ocean view or balcony stateroom, you get a free beverage package, and you can also save up to about two hundred and thirty dollars per person on a balcony stateroom. And the inside, your cheapest cabins at the moment in your balcony uh, about under $1,200 and that's a savings of nearly 230 but they do have the inside and other cabins as well starting from around $700 just for your cheapest cabin. Okay. So that's just a little cruise to nowhere that might just 
you know, get you on the way to whether you think you're going to enjoy yeah, cru- yeah, cruising or, or not. Yeah, dip your toe in the water, so yeah, to speak. Yeah, or even if you, you just feel like a little fortnight break away. Beautiful. Well, Sally Lucas, thank you again for another Talking Travel. We've thank learnt you. a lot, as always, and lots of amazing deals, too, if we want to go on a bit of a holiday. Absolutely.